You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and if you're a boy and girl, you shouldn't be listening to this show because it's got the explicit tag. Mark is back and Kevin's already pre-show been swearing at him, flipping him the bird, giving him what for. I honestly don't know why I returned to this show. I should have just let Mike put up with him. He's such an arrogant pain in the backside (laughs) why the hell are you talking about yourself in third person you know show up podcast or lame ass person so kevin i've had to do all these essays for uni and and one requires first person the other requires third person i'm getting confused man you've been confused your whole life let's not blame it on your uni stuff ah i'll blame it on my mother then and for our American listeners, uni means he's going to college, doesn't mean he's a eunuch. Just wanted to clear that up. <laughs> okay, so college for Americans and university or uni for the rest of the world, which is perfectly normal. Except for when you go to it. Yeah, but see, out here, when we look at college, it's like a lesser education than university. Is it? Well, we've got colleges out here and they're like high schools. No, we have high schools here. They're like high schools. Yeah, not out here. (laughs) Maybe our university is higher education. I mean, your ass is higher up on your back or something. (laughs) Probably closer to my head. (laughs) Ah, That's when you suffer with optical rectitis. Yes, and that's when the anal leakage does show up a little bit too often. Okay, but if you have Klingons, then that might plug it up. Man, I still can't watch Star Trek after that. You you have so ruined Star Trek and that experience for me. I, 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 I can never forgive you for that. That's okay. I'm good with that. <laughs> no conscience, ladies and gentlemen. What can I say? Kevin, how have oh, you been anyway? I have been well. And yourself, my young friend? Bloody busy. I think we've both been pretty busy. We both yeah. suffer from a lack of time to do anything outside of work and family requirements and and me with study and so forth. And I, I class study as work anyway. I put work and study in, in the same ballpark because when I do both tasks, I do them within the same time frame of my day. But it's really, it's challenging. And, and this time of year, it gets even worse getting closer to Christmas. You've got to think gifts. You've got to go and see stupid family members that you don't want to see. You got to buy them gifts and you got to smile. Your face hurts. By the end of the month and by the time January comes, I don't know about you, but my face just feels like it's constantly strained. You know how supposedly when you frown, you use more muscles? That's a load of baloney because when I smile, my face hurts. When I frown and I look my normal, miserable self, it doesn't friggin' hurt, man. Well, it's because you're using muscles you don't normally use. Exactly. That, it's it's not a question of the amount of muscles. It's the fact that they're underused muscles. Well, you know, who wants to smile anyway? I like to smile. Oh, God, that's the scariest thing. I should screen capture that and use that as the the uh, the image in the, in the show notes. Speaking of which, Kevin, what the hell happened last week? You edited the show. Which I haven't listened to, mind you. So, uh, as I said, Asshole. you know. Well, look, you know. Asshole. I, I get busy. <laughs> I Honestly, I don't listen to anyone's show. And, and unless it has an interesting topic now, I just don't listen. It's like I'm the most ignorant, I, I guess, podcast listener in the world. I just, yeah, oh, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't have the spare time. I'm, I'm busy enough catching up with my lectures, let alone listening to everyone else ramble on. And and now everyone else is just, you know, press stop or pause on their iPods because they go, oh, well, you know, if he won't listen to us, we're not going to listen to him. Yeah, well, now, I, I understand the busy part, though. I do. I, um, I mean, I've been putting in a lot of work hours and stuff like that. And as you say, with the holidays coming up and all the extra obligations around that, it is it is a stressful time of year and busy time of year. But I want the listeners to know I've been making myself available as often as I could. Mark is the one that, you know, just kind of bails out on things and, and, and doesn't really care very much about the listeners. Yeah, listeners, schmishlers. I mean, you know, there's, a, there's only a couple of them anyway, and they probably didn't even miss us. Uh, you know, Kevin, talking about 
how long we work and, and how much work we do. I mean, look, I, I enjoy the study I do. I enjoy the work that I do. And I'm sure you're the same. You have an enjoyment in it. Otherwise, uh, you'd be like the man who shall remain nameless and temporarily suicidal each and every single week because you hate the job you're in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get some feedback for that one. Um, but, but bottom line, what, what's happened in Australia recently is they're talking now that by uh, 2025, which will be, you know... Before I am due to retire, they're going to increase the age of retirement in Australia to 70 years old. I mean, come on, Australian government. That is absolutely screwed up. I mean, by the time you're 70, why are you laughing, Kevin? Ah, you're fucked. Yeah, I know. I know. But, but, but that's the thing. I mean, by the time you're 70, how many good years do you have left before you start, you know, drooling out the side of the mouth and before you can't make it to the toilet on time? I mean, in reality, I, I look, as you know, I love work. I'm a little bit of a workaholic in some ways, but there has to be some give and take with life. You've got to Pay your dues to society, pay your taxes, I get that, not an issue. But you then should be able to enjoy the fruits of your labour and, and retire at a, at a reasonable age. I mean, currently it's at 65, 2017 it'll be 67 and then it just keeps going up until 2025. And it's just getting to a stage where it's absolutely ridiculous, the retirement age. It's like, really, you're going to get people to work... In, in years when they should be enjoying life. Yeah, I well, I can I, I laugh at you, but I, I only laugh because I'm in a very good situation. Fortunately for me, um, I've held the job I now hold for well well uh, over 30 years. I am currently eligible to step away for full retirement, and I could go get a second job at a lower pay and still end up making more money in a year than I make right now. Mm-hmm. But um, realistically, I'm going to work for a few more years. I, you know, health insurance and and all those kinds of things. I need those. I have a family to take care of and all that. So, but I really think by the time I, if not before, by the time I hit about sixty, maybe sixty-two, I'll be done working completely. Hmm. And and that's really the the ideal kind of age that you should be looking to retire. And then enjoy the life. You know, you've put in so, you know, nine to five or, you know, in your case, it's been more than nine to five. But, you know, full-time hours, you know, for, for 30 years, go, you know, and, and, and plus and so forth. You should be able to just say, well, enough is enough and have the finances there to actually walk away. And, you know, obviously, you know, there, there's some ifs, buts, and maybes over this this 70 thing, but what they're sort of declaring now is that you won't even be able to access your superannuation, which is the money that gets taken from our income stream on each pay to then save towards that retirement stage. We won't be able to access that till the age of 70 either. So it's not like we could even say, turn around and take an early retirement, because unless we've got savings just sitting there doing absolutely nothing, uh, which... You know, unless you're in a good paid job, you tend not to have, especially with a family. You know, you go rely on yeah. that superannuation, that big payout, or or you know that big amount of money that's there for retirement. If you've got to wait till seventy, you're screwed, and you're screwed, and you're screwed again. It's just, <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, no, I, I I feel for people. I know there's changes coming in our retirement system, and I'm talking about um, the state retirement system, which will be probably my primary source of income once I leave. Um, so I, I think there are a lot of changes coming for the people that are now entering the system, you know, and thank the Lord I got into the system, you know, over 30 years ago. So I'm in good shape there. But, you know, I, I do feel sorry. I wonder what kind of uh, retirement age my kids are going to look at. I mean, you know, they're not going to be entering the workforce for a while. Think about your kids. They're not going to oh, be yeah. in the workforce for quite a long time. Yeah. What, it's what, what's thought. it going to be like for them? You know, it, it's a real scary thought, and it comes down to we think that we leave, live in, in free societies, but we don't really because we're tied to these requirements in life so severely. I mean, this goes well beyond just, 
you know, rules and laws that need to be in place to make society work and function. I mean, all this is, and the only reason why it's been done is because the government wants to save a few hundred million dollars. You know, I can understand, I can understand they're trying to keep the books looking good, but, you know, ruining people's lifestyles is not what I class making the books look good. Well, the other side to it too, I think is the fact that the average life expectancy for people in the first world countries like Australia and here in the United States. Um, I think since that's going up, you know, it's costing the government more yep. if people go out. I mean, cause I can remember I had an uncle who retired when he was 55, if I remember correctly. Uh, and he was a world war two veteran and then a government veteran. He was actually, I can't remember what part of the government he worked for now. Um, but he was in the intelligence service during world war two and so, I mean, he had a good retirement and he, my uncle retired at 55 and then lived to be 89 years old. Mm-hmm. So he got 34 years of retirement out of it. Now, granted, the last couple of years, his health was really, really bad. Um, so I can't say that those were good years for him, the last three years or so of his mm-hmm. life. But um, so, I mean, you know, as you start looking at that, when when it used to be that you know, if you retired when you were 60 or so like that, the best hope you had was making it to maybe 65 or 70 years old. So that's, you know, that's the very analytical, cynical portion that, that, of it. That's, that's the political view, essentially. Yes, it exactly is. It, it is that view. The government's going, crap, it's costing us more to take care of these old farts. So you know what we, really gives get, me the shits about our government though. As soon as a, a member of parliament retire, retires or resigns from parliament, they get a government pension regardless whether they're forty, whether they're fifty, sixty for the rest of their days. And it's like you fat pigs, stop using my friggin' tax that I keep paying you fucking morons. I, well, they do that here I, in the United States too. Oh, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. The amount they pay themselves, it's like they get, my god, they get you, fr- you're not important. They get a health insurance plan that is not part of the health insurance system that all the rest of the country has to pay in. They get a retirement system forever, even if they only serve one term in office. Mm-hmm. They, they make every law that exempts them from all the other crap they stick on us. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get too political, but they and the NSA can go screw themselves. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's so true, and it's, it's just disappointing. The people who are making decisions for their society have no idea what their society deals with and what their society is going through and and so forth and i I guess that's been the the case throughout human history uh that the leaders would always live well above the 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 common man true and you know eventually that's got to change somewhere because you know we don't want this to happen. And, and look, I, you know, a few things has happened recently. It's like I'm starting to think maybe I voted for the wrong, wrong uh, guy in the, pre, in the past elections. So uh, any Australians will know then who I voted for. But, you know, it, it's just, man, some of these changes coming out, I'm not, I'm not content with them. I'm not happy with them. It's like, mm, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Move to the United States. Bring Gretel. Bring the kids. Move to the United States. Get a job work you can retire younger how does that sound sounds pretty good but if i got to put in 30 years and i'll retire at about the same age no 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 we can get you out <laughs> earlier than that tell you what hold on what what if someone shoots me in the meantime you guys are like crazy gun nuts really there is not that bad <laughs> ass wipe <Damn. laughs> The only person you got to worry about shooting me is you're staring at him right now. I know. Thank God the bullet cannot come through the internet cable between us because, uh, you know, otherwise I'd be dodging him. Oh, now you made me lose what I was going to say. You asshole. That's all right. You know, it doesn't matter. This show's all, you know, it's whatever we can think of at the time. It's a brain fart, this show. Okay, at least it came out of something. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, we got holes in the head, so, you know, the brain farts and, the, you know. Well, that's a nice way to talk about our friend, dear Mr. Mike McPeak, who 
a big shout out. Hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. How, how did we go from brain farts to Mike? That was all Kevin. Mike, That Kevin did that. He mentioned pre-show he wanted to talk about you. Kevin did that. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. I promise. We're on good he, terms. He suggested it, Mike. Anyway. No, I, I did, I did not. Don't you go ruining our friendship. <laughs> That's it, Mike. Uh, we're gonna gun up on Kevin. We gotta do this threesome thing. We're gonna gun up on Kevin. That Boy, really that sounded help. wrong. <laughs> that didn't sound good at all. Oh my god, that that did sound bad. I must admit. <laughs> I don't know whether that? that was in the first person, the third person, or just my person. I don't know. It was it was in some person. No, I wanted to a big shout out to Mike though. Thank you for stepping in and helping out. Yes. Uh, just so the listeners know, before we get too far off track and I forget, we had recorded several shows in advance. We were three or four shows ahead of the curve, and uh, now we've spent all them. <laughs> so we're caught up. So you'll get this show pretty soon after we record it. Uh, that's why there was some disjointed. Mike even made the comment about he and I had recorded that 120 eight so long ago, he couldn't remember what we talked about oh, and well, all that. Kevin, as soon as I hang up, on, on the call, I, I've forgotten what we spoke about anyway. It, it was like when I did the Deeper Look podcast. Absolutely loved the three hours or three and a half hours of the show. Um, I honestly couldn't remember what I had said. So uh, Peter's probably smacking his head now against the table or the wall. Honestly, I can't remember what I said. I just spoke for like three and a half hours. and uh, yeah. Well, let's see. I can summarize it. Oh, okay. Please do. The bromance is mutual, apparently. Bromance. Because mm. you brought me up many times during the show. Not as many as you did with me, so you know, mutual bromance, eh? Yeah, but I think if you average out per minute, it's probably about the same, because I didn't do three hours. Anyway, um, you did that. You you insulted Americans on television series, uh, American football uh, gun laws. Um, Woo-hoo! <laughs> you insulted the American population on multiple fronts. But but that's all right because I I, I was with a, a fellow monarchist, you see. So you know, as you know, us Australians and 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 the guys in the UK, New Zealand, and even my Canadian friends, we've got to all stick together. We're part of the monarchy. Yeah, bite it. The. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you and Queen Elizabeth on uh, buddy terms, y'all, y'all, y'all tight. No, nah, no, nah. I'm more, I'm more uh, all tight with Prince Charles there, Kevin. Oh dear God! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear! Please, British listeners. Hey, hey look, we, we've got Prince, we've got Prince Charles. You guys have Prince. Who? Oh, that's right. You don't listen to music. The recording artist that thinks he's Michael Jackson, but he's not Michael Jackson. You know what's funny? Is that they're both like Michael Jackson and they're both like Prince, but you don't know which one's which. I know. Yeah, I, I seriously, I do know who Prince is, but it's like, well, oh my it, God. It, I must admit, in the in the late 90s, he did change his name to The Symbol, which wasn't yeah. even The Symbol. Artist. He just had a symbol. And it's like, how the hell do you catalog that in your iTunes library? The artist formerly known as Prince is the way he used to do it formerly, back then. Formerly known as Punce. <laughs> uh, I, I, a... I must admit, I got a couple of his albums. Mainly, great. I, I think I've got one greatest hits and maybe one other album. When I'm in the mood, his music ain't bad. And I got to tell you that the Batman um, 1989 soundtrack he did, pretty damn good. That's that's a great soundtrack from track one to nine. It, it's really quite a solid effort. So uh, if you haven't got that one, go and check that one out. Oh, speaking of Batman, I have picked up a new, well, new to me, but old to the rest of the world. I have the original Batman movie from 1964. Ooh, I love that movie. That is the, with Adam West? With Adam West and Burt Ward. Yep, best one ever. And look, I I hate the Robin character, but back in the traditional television series and back in the, the original movie, absolutely superb, but... Uh, you know, when they did Batman and Robin, they brought Robin in in the in uh, the George Clooney era. I just went, ah, geez, you know, please, no, no, we don't need two guys in tights. 
Yeah, it, I, we it, watched it. It the reminds whole me of when we podcast in tights, you know. I'm not wearing any tights. Oh God, Wait. you're doing a Jeff Gamut. Wait, oh, you got a yeah. check? Oh my God! Oh my God! He had to check. The, aren't you a bit breezy down there? No, huh? God, I would be. Especially your temperatures. Oh, it's okay here. It's not like it's cold or anything. No, it's only like minus 11 degrees Celsius. No, and it's I, not quite you, that you know, bad. I, I love how you put that out on Twitter and then everyone in America was kind of coming back. You don't normally have things in Celsius on your iPhone. It's like, no, it's because Mark can't do math. Thank you. <laughs> I, I love it. Everyone jumps on that and it's like, Really? Really? You jump on the fact that it's in Celsius, but not that it's friggin' freezing? What the hell? <laughs> your math skills have uh, your math skills have perpetuated the world, and the entire world understands you're 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 mathematically challenged. I am. I am. I am. I I completely admit that one plus one equals three. It always has. It always will do. There he goes again, folks. Trust Mark, me, the, if, I, the idea of a threesome is a complicated thing. If Mark ever becomes an engineer, folks, you do not want to walk on, stand near, or, or walk over anything he designs. Let me put it that way. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty safe bet. So, so what was, last week you couldn't spell engineer, now you are one? Oh, he said I can spell it this week. Oh, you missed the whole freaking joke. Jeez, why do I try, people? Why do I try? Oh, my Lord. Well, you, 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 in the... <laughs> I've left him oh. speechless. Yes! <laughs> I shake my head ruefully at you, sir. You can shake he, your he head. He doesn't know what that means. So, can, so anyway. well, I, I, don't, I don't have a dictionary with me, and I haven't heard that term before, so, uh, you know. You know, like Kanga and Rue? Ruefully? Oh, never mind, I'm just... <laughs> Kanga and Rue? What the hell have you been watching recently, Kevin? <laughs> Winnie <Kanga>. the Pooh. <laughs> oh, my God. So, hold on. Is Ruefully even a word? Rue, yeah. It is. What does it mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, the the proper definition would be uh, in in disbelief. Ah, it's gotcha. Second, okay, it's that's not exactly right. I'm not an English major. You are. You should know that. So, oh yeah, like I'm gonna use that word. I mean, geez, there's a lot of words in the dictionary, and I gotta tell you, there's a lot of words that are bullshit words. There's, there's a lot of these journals that I'm reading at the moment, and I'm looking and going. Couldn't you just write a simple word? Did you really have to put in big words that then people have to look up in the dictionary to make sure that the definition is related to what you're actually talking about? Because honestly, some people think that they're so far up their own asses that they've got to use these big, long words. Whereas I'm happier to use smaller, simpler words that make fucking sense. Look, it's like, okay, you, you could... Stephen King is a great example of, of a brilliant author. I think he's brilliant anyway. A lot of people don't like him. But he uses simple terminology rather than more complex terminology. You know, I'm, I'm reading this Jobs biography again for the second time. And I can't even remember the author's name. But boy, he puts bullshit fucking words in there that are like, you don't need to fucking do that. What, you think you're smart because you wrote a book about Einstein or Newton? It's like, hey, fuck yourself. Put a simple fucking word in, man. It, 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 well, it pisses me off when I've got to tap it and go define to to clarify. And okay, I like learning new words. Don't get me wrong, but when it's like obscure words that really don't have any place in a book like that or in that context, I go, man, what the fuck are you doing? But see, those words add to the efficacy of making you crazy. Yes, but you know, it, it, it's look. It, it's like there's there's many ways to describe fuck. But what better way than to just say fuck? That's not polite in conversation in this yeah, country. But, but in this country, it isn't either. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't make any difference. It's a simple word. And, and this is an explicit show. I prefer to use the word, oh, fudge. No, see, Kevin fucking annoys me at times. <laughs> 
Whereas Kevin fudgingly annoys me at times, just doesn't have the emphasis, man. It doesn't have the emphasis on the wrong syllables. That's right. Absolutely. What he said. <laughs> what he said. <laughs> oh, so funny. Uh, oh, so so I was talking about new stuff. This is because we haven't talked for a while, listener. So I have to show Mark my other new piece of kit that he knows nothing about. And let's see if he can figure out what it is. Oh, Kindle. Yes. Which one? It's the basic Kindle. Mm-hmm. But now, wait till you hear the price I paid for it. I'm thinking it. 79 bucks. No. Nope. That's about the price in Australia, I think. I, I don't know. I, I, I like the idea of the Kindle, but I, I don't because I've got the iPhone. Uh, bring it down 49 God, 29? Lower than 29. 25? Will you just tell me the goddamn price, Kevin? (laughs) I ended up getting it for $21.54, brand new from Amazon. Holy, did that include shipping? Yeah. Holy shipping. Man. Holy shipping, Batman. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. That price. How how did you get that? Well, the, normally it's $69 here in the United States for the basic Kindle. Or at least that's the Amazon Prime price, or I think is what it is, whatever it is. They sent out a thing. They said, any Kindle you want, $40 U.S. off. So 69 goes to 29 Nice. And because, and because I spent way too much money on Amazon, um, <laughs> I had points built up. Mm-hmm. So I used part of my points that took it down to $20. I had to pay a dollar fifty four in tax, and the Kindle came to me. <laughs> Very nice. So let, let me ask you, because I know that you've got the iPad. How does it compare with the iPad? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Is it something that you're going to use, or is it something that's going to sort of sit there? What what's? Because I've I've got to be honest. I've looked at them in the stores, but I've and and I, I shouldn't say the Kindles because I I can't remember if I've looked at the Kindles, but I've looked at ebook readers, the Sony models, and so forth. And they look pretty cool. I love the idea of the long battery life. I love the the lightness that they have in comparison to, say, an iPad, for instance, which is a little bit heavier because it's, you know, it it requires more battery and and more processor and and so forth to make it all function. So what's it like? Do you like it? Is it a good experience? Do you need to have light on it like a traditional book? Or is that one of the backlit ones? What's the story? No, it's not one of the backlit ones. It has the standard e-ink. Um, as far as weight goes, um, I don't have right here to compare it with slightly heavier than an iPad mini or about the same as an iPad mini. Um, I like reading on it. Uh, I've been reading a little bit. I downloaded a new book this morning. I, cause I just, I heard on uh, a sci-fi tech talk. I heard him talking about HG Wells, uh, war of the worlds Mm -hmm. and it was free. The Kindle edition was free, and I've never read the original book. Well, that that would so probably I, be out of copyright by now, which uh, means sure it's public it domain. Yeah. So I downloaded that. Um, I have to say I like it. I wouldn't want to use it too much. Uh, my wife has the a couple versions ago of this where it actually has a full keyboard down here at the bottom. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so when I have to enter stuff, like if I'm searching the store, it's that scroll around keyboard, which is a bit of a pain Ooh. in the ass. Yeah, that, that doesn't but sound pain, very intuitive. So, I mean, it's not terrible, but reading on it's really nice. I mean, the page turns are nice. I'm always feel like I'm going to drop it, like it's going to slide out of my hand. It's so light. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing the iPad, at least the full size, and I haven't touched an iPad Air, doesn't have. It gets kind of heavy to read on after a while. Well, at least so, that one's not going to hit you on the head and knock you out. When you're lying true. in bed. Very true. But again, you know, not trying to give anybody a bad mental image, but uh, I don't read in bed. No, you, you fall asleep to a podcast, which is? Uh, a podcast that makes me very sleepy. Damn it. Listen, at least Gaz admitted that he falls asleep to NAMP. I got to tell you, I, I actually really like that he falls asleep to NAMP. I think that's rather cool. But I think Gaz fell asleep on Namp. I don't think it well, was too Namp. 
you know, occasionally he wakes up. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen the Wiggles, but maybe we need to do a, a, a wake up Gaz song. <laughs> oh, poor Gaz. <laughs> <laughs> we love Gaz. Yeah. Uh, but no, but that- I, 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 I was proud that he actually fell asleep on my show. I, I've never made anyone fall asleep. Well, except for Gretel, she always falls asleep when I'm talking, but, you know, I always just thought it was her. <laughs> now I know it's me. <laughs> What? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> How come Gretel doesn't fall asleep when I'm talking to her? <sighs> because you're you, you're different. You're not the same old boring crap that Mark keeps talking about. Ah, uh, there we go. Yeah, there which, go. which you know, I find interesting. She just goes, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. And the next thing I know, you know, she's there sitting on the lounge and, and head's dropping into the chest and she's falling asleep, so... Yeah, I know that feeling. I've been married a long time, too. <laughs> oh, isn't it irritating when they... It's almost like ignoring you. And the only way that they can get out of it is to just sit there and fall asleep. And it's like, go to bed. But I was listening to you. And it's like, no, I'd prefer you just get up and go to bed than just to fall asleep when I'm talking. <laughs> it really... i got to tell you, Kevin, it, it pisses me off every single day when that happens. It's like, no! <laughs> I had a girlfriend one time that got really pissed off on me. We were talking on the telephone and it granted it was late one night and I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't even remember the, what woke me up was the noise that the phone makes here in the United States. When somebody hangs up it, or it used to make it, make, and it, it would make this. Oh, really? <laughs> and I woke up to that and I went, what the hell? And I'm like, <laughs> And I'm just laying there on the bed with the phone laying next to me, and I'm going, Melody? Melody? What? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Next day, I got an earful. (laughs) Well, yeah, but technically, you already got the earful the night before. That's why you fell asleep. Bless her heart, she gave me an earful. And she kept going out with me for quite a long time after that, too. (laughs) Oh, dear. Funny. Uh, Well, and that... All right, so... That was that. I got another new piece of kit, though, that you would be jealous of. Ooh. Uh, my son and I went to the local train show. Mm-hmm. And we were walking around the train show. We had finished walking around, and I was going back through on our way out, and I stopped and looked at a Christmas train set. And the lady said, oh, I'll make you a good... It was a Z scale, which, uh, for those who don't know, Z is extremely tiny little train. Zed. Zed, excuse me, yes, Zed scale. <laughs> I apologize to all everybody, Zed. So I looked at I said, ah, oh, no, that's too small. It's not what I was looking for. They're cool, though. They're very cool. Oh, yeah. She said, well, there's a here's an N and an HO and all that. I said, no, what I really like is that Lionel O scale set sitting there, but that's more money than I want to put out. And she actually had a pretty good price on it. It was brand new, still sealed in the box, sealed from the factory. Uh it's normally 199 or 209 I think. She had it for $175. And I said, well, you know, that is really a pretty good price. And she said, I'll tell you what, to avoid having to carry, take that thing and carry it back to the shop, I'll let you have it for $100. I wow. got it for half off. Oh, my God. I said, nice. You take you take credit cards? She said, yes, I do. <laughs> and I walked out of there. So by the time uh, my son and I got home, we had a couple of errands. We got home, and the and my wife and the girls were out. By the time they got home, I had the layout set up on the uh, dining room table, running in around. I, I, I bet when the wife came in, the eyes rolled. A little bit, but I had gotten some money for some things, you know, that had been given to me, so I used it for that. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, it wasn't too bad. But it's a Christmas. It's the Christmas Lionel set. Um, uh, we can put a link to it in the show notes if the listeners want to see which one it is. It's There's one that has uh, a boxcar that plays Christmas songs as it runs. Nice. That's a little more expensive set. This one's just the basic, but it's all decorated. The tank car looks like a candy cane, peppermint, you know, red and white striped, and you know everything. It's got uh, Santa Claus and stuff like that on it, and it's, it's really a cool-looking little set. And it came with a nice oval of tracks, so when I go to put up the Christmas tree... The day after Thanksgiving here in the United States, which will be this coming Friday, round one of the trees shall go my new train set. 
to run underneath the. I might even put some of them in little buildings and stuff that we have around it, so it looks like it's running through a little Christmas village. <laughs> Cute. You have to certainly show me a video of that because that's that sounds very cool. Yes, it was, and, and we played with it for a few days. Had to test it and get it broke in. You oh, of course, absolutely. I mean, you know, why not? have to run it in good you know i, I wouldn't want it to fail at christmas or anything like that no you got to test these things well in advance because if you need to exchange them that takes time yes it does and that's and that's what i was doing i was being a good tester i would <laughs> you know this, this will be a funny story you know what i for the longest time i sort of i've always known what christmas gifts i'm going to get and so forth and this happens with birthday and everything because i'm hard to buy for I buy a lot of stuff all year round uh, when the the need arises, when I feel like it. And uh, anyway, so everyone finds it difficult to buy for me. But what I used to do as a teenager was I'd turn around and say, oh, listen, I want that album, that album, and that album. All right? Now, this was back when I was, I was getting a lot of cassette tapes. And I used to always say, listen, I've got to listen to it once to make sure that it works because I don't want to get it by Christmas and it not work. So anyway, I, I con my, my mother and my grandmother and so forth in, into letting me play the, the, the music that I got once before it was then put away and wrapped up. Now, you shake your head, but believe it or not, there was one album, Ice House, an Australian band. The album was Masterfile. This was when I was 14. I got it when I was 14. And I played it through side one. Perfect, not a problem. Side two, the tape was completely blank. So how about that? My internal testing phase of I've got to listen to it first before it gets wrapped up worked because then it was able to get replaced and, and I was able to get a, another one that did work, you see. Or you could have just waited till Christmas, opened it and discovered it and returned it like every other normal person on the no, planet. No, because that's disappointing. Who wants to open a Christmas gift that's broken on Christmas Day? It's disappointing if you know what's in the damn package before you open it. I know it is. And I get sucky gifts because I, I don't want to spend too much money and then Griddle doesn't buy me anything extra. And it's like, ah. Oh, dear God in heaven. <laughs> I, I shall attempt to do a flow diagram. I shall do a Vizio diagram for you and send it to you to explain the gift-giving and receiving architecture under which most of the world operates. Then I shall draw a parallel diagram and show that the way you operate doesn't even cross that line in any shape, form, or fashion. Cool, man. I'll, I'll put lots of pretty pictures and colors. I'll, so I'll good. I, I, need, I need the colors and the pictures. Make them big. And I'll put a little bit of math in there to help you out. Well, make it basic mathematics. Let's not get you know above kindergarten level, please. Okay, we'll make it something like uh, 2x equals 6. That'll be easy for you. Really? Yeah. How, how can 2x equals 6? By 8 equaling 6. How? You divide 2 by both sides, therefore x equals 3. Why not just say 2 multiplied by 3 will equal 6? I did. I said 2x equals 6. That's an engineer for you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, see, what Kevin could do with simple numbers, he had to make it complicated. It's the same with people who write for a living that have to use big words. Well, Kevin had to use big equations to give me a simple answer. My God, what is wrong with this world that everyone's got to big note themselves by doing complicated stuff? Whatever happened? Happened? Whatever happened to the simple, the simple pleasures in life, Kevin? They're sitting in your chair. <laughs> oh, you said pleasures. Okay, that takes that part out. Never mind. Oh, I, I, I have pleasure in my chair occasionally. Oh dear God, we crossed the line. <clears throat> I won't tell you how or when or why, but uh, yeah. And I'll. Say this, he's rubbing his hands as he says it, Lister. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, dear. You kept telling me that bottle of baby oil was there for your skin condition. It is. When the skin starts wearing off, I stop putting it on. Oh, dear. Okay, let's turn the ship around. <laughs> <laughs> Talking. <Dear. laughs> 
it's going down a bad, bad way. Hey, listen, every guy does it, and any guy who says that they don't is an outright friggin' liar. There you go. I used another word instead of the F word. I used another F word. Is that like peeing in the shower? Yes. Everyone does it. Just people, Some people just will not acknowledge it. Every single person does it. I don't care who you are. You do it. Um, it it's the simple fact of life. So, so women, your men do it. They just do. It, it's a man thing. We can't help it. We're, you know, I don't know. We're are we pig- short of a chromosome or something? We're pigs. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're as animalistic as you can get in the human race. Pretty much, yep, yeah, and I'm yeah. good with it. <laughs> so, so am I. I'm, I'm comfortable. Now, as, as, as I say, if you're going to be something, own it. I'm willing to own up that I'm a pig. <laughs> yep, yep, I agree with you. Um, that you're a pig. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and I am too. <laughs> Kevin's not happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, come on you left the door r- wide open for that one uh, i know we're not talking about you we want to talk about wide and you here let's not get into that talk about what me <laughs> what, no, you, what you say <laughs> never forget it oh boy moving on, moving on. Oh, where, do we, where do we go from there Jeez. Uh, we now, go in the shower Oh boy, that is an image that I didn't need after our previous conversation, Kevin. You said we go pee in the shower. We go in the shower. No, where we go now? Oh, to the shower? We're not going to the shower now. I have my soap on a rope. I'm not... <laughs> if we're going to shower, I'm not dropping my soap around you. Uh, Kevin, you can you can keep your soap on a rope because, you know... You can hand it wherever you please. Just not on me. <laughs> oh, dear God. Never mind. Oh, the thoughts. Oh, my God. My God. We're back and, and we're cruder than ever. See, we're making up for lost time. That's what it is. We're, we're, we're stupid and we're making up for lost time. Now, Kevin, I, I've got some other interesting topic. I'm, or I have, given up Twitter. <gasps> Shock, horror, amazement. Absolutely. You know what it is? Um, I was getting tired of trying to keep up with everything that was going on. So the only way I use Twitter now is when someone sends a message and I'm copied in, uh, or when they send me a direct message. I don't read... The, the people I follow, I don't read the feed. Um, I've just I've given up on that completely. I used to spend... I swear it would have been hours every single week just going through the feed, replying to stuff, checking out stuff. It was all cool, and I'm not saying that I got bored or anything, but at certain times, like when Apple releases stuff, it's the same thing said, you know, 20, 30 times, and I just got tired of it. Uh, and then the other thing that I got really tired of was the bullshit arguments that, that we'd all have on online and on Twitter, and 140 characters yelling at someone is friggin' hard. Uh, and calling someone a douchebag nicely in public is even harder. So I, I just didn't want the aggravation anymore. I just kind of went, you know, what am I getting from this? And then I, I looked at what I was getting out of it and what I was contributing. And I just didn't feel like I was getting very far with it. So that's why I've decided to use it more as just a promotional tool. Like I do Facebook and, and app.net and, and Google+. Uh, and then when people do message and they copy me in, Great, I'll, I'll reply and have a conversation. But if you don't, yeah, you're not going to hear from me. Well, you know, I it, can it, understand that. It breaks Twitter. I, I know it breaks what Twitter is and what Twitter is for. But I just, I don't have the time, honestly, to, to spend there having conversations. I, honestly, I look at some people, and I won't mention names, but you know who you are that have 20,000, 30,000, 40, 50,000 tweets. And I'm like, when do you ever stop tweeting? It's, it's like, do you do anything other than tweet? I, so, I just, so, so you're saying the fact that I have 
just shy of uh, 27,500 tweets. That That's a lot. Oh, yeah. You th- I know people that are way, way above oh, me. Yeah, I, so do I. Um, and they're people that we both follow. But, um, you know, look, it, it just depends what it is. And also, i got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, part of the, the reason why I gave up reading the feed was I kept seeing Kevin's countdown to Christmas. And I just went, ah. Oh. Fucking hell, I don't want to see that again. And I should have said that because now he's going to cop- copy me in on, on the tweet he sends. And, and folks, the only reason I retweet those is because it annoys Mark. Otherwise, I wouldn't bother. And now he's going to retweet with a big at Mark underscore green tree. So, yeah. but you know, I, I, I understand. I, I do partially understand. I've had to. We were talking earlier about how busy we've both been. Uh, you're busy with your, your higher education at university or uni, as you say. And I, I mean, we have some other friends that are going back to school and, and frankly, I'm considering as soon as I get a little more free time in about a year or so, I want to go back to school. I want to pursue, uh, another engineering degree, but, um, I started to use it much like I've heard other people. I use it as a river of information. Now, somebody mentions me in a tweet, different story like you, um, you know, or says something, uh, I, every once in a while, I'll just dip my head into the stream. You know, for like five minutes, if I see anything interesting, fine. If not, I I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm just out of it. I just don't get to see everything. And I, I don't mean that as an insult. It's not that I don't want to see the Twitter stream. It's just that I'm so busy, like yourself, that it's hard to keep up with. I follow oh, a little over 600 people, um, you know, and it, it gets hard at times to keep up with everything that's being said. Yeah, it does. That's why sometimes I'll jump in, you know, way down in a discussion that might be two or three days old, but it, you know, just keeps bubbling up and bubbling up. Well, see, other- I, I was doing that as well, and it just didn't, I, I felt out of place with it, if that makes sense. Like, I felt like it was already done, and why revisit it, if that makes sense? Well, I only would do that if the conversation was still going on, because you know how you'll sometimes have those conversations that'll stretch over days mm. because especially where let's say like you're having a conversation with, uh, uh I'll pick Peter up uh, Peter over in, uh, uh, the UK, the time difference could mean mm-hmm. you'll say something while he's asleep. He'll reply when you're asleep and it just goes over yep. two or three days. But if the conversation has, has truly finished, no, I don't jump into a conversation like that. No, mm. There's no way that's just pointless. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I don't, I've actually been spending a little bit more time over on Google plus and enjoying that, um, primarily over in, uh, Allison's, uh, room. I do jump in over some of the other podcasts I listen to the communities, I should say, not the rooms. And I do, uh, I've been spending a little bit more time over on, uh, app.net as well, but not as much as I, I do, but Twitter is just kind of like. It's that feed going on in the background, the ticker across the bottom of the screen. I don't always read it. I don't always have the time to read it. And I have to be careful because it, it can also be something where you go into it and start reading it, and then you lose. It becomes a time sink, too. Yeah, it's very addictive. Like, I was finding that I could spend, I, I think, oh, I only check it for five minutes. 20 minutes would go by, and I'm still going through the feed. Yeah. No, that's, I do read the feed. I do, there are some people that I always look to see what they're saying um, because they say interesting things. So I'm always Not looking. me, of course. No, the, um, definitely not you. But, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I, just because of my job too, over the last six, eight months, I'm guessing, maybe a little bit more, I've been so busy that, I mean, it's, that's partially enforcing it. I'm so busy that I, and I, you know, I'm so focused on trying to get my work done that I, in the evenings when I come home, my brain is just kind of, you know. Yeah, I, I know the feeling. And it, so the other thing is I don't want to start with the conversation and, and even reply to or, or get involved in someone's conversation if then I don't have the time to continue with it, if that makes sense. So, it know, does. It, it, it could take, you know, it could take me another two days again to then get back to that conversation. Yeah, I know. We have you and I have lots of conversations like that on the public timeline. Oh yeah. 
where it's two or three days before you get back to me. That's it, it, just a different way of, of dealing with Twitter, I think. is uh, Nothing wrong with it. I, I think you use social networks how you see fit, but I thought it was just interesting to uh, not only let everyone know, because I'm sure some people are wondering why I'm not there, retweeting stuff and replying to stuff. And it's just, honestly, it's a time sink. Um, and I don't like the disagreements that I have with friends um, on there. It just, it puts you in a bit of mood. Honestly, you know, something can be said, and even though there's a smiley face or a laugh out loud, you kind of wonder, well, you know, do I take it this way or do I take it that way? It's very impersonal. I'd much prefer to get back to the stage of, of things that I was doing around the uh, the beginning of the year. Uh, when I was doing Google Hangouts for like an hour, two hours on a Saturday or whenever it was, and and people would just filter in, and if they had time to come in and say hi, they did. If they didn't, they didn't. And at least that way you can get facial expressions, you can you know get immediate feedback. It's more of a a conversation. It's more dealing with friends, I guess. Um, whereas Twitter is just it's it's too short. That one forty characters is really hard to to word something in, and uh, and look, you see arguments happen all the time, and they're disjointed, and you're yelling over the top of each other, and, you know, I, I do it with people that I respect, and, and people that, you know, I honestly care about, and it's like, why am I doing that? If I've got an issue about this topic, I can give them a call on Skype, or I can give them a call on FaceTime, and just say, you're a friggin' idiot, <laughs> you know, and then they can turn around and say, no, yeah. you're a friggin' idiot. And then we no, can no. we can have a ten minute conversation, done. You know, work it out. Yeah, you, I understand. There, there'll never be a true replacement for the the human interaction, uh, whether it occurs now more so in across the world, the way you and I interact, where you know ten thousand miles apart or whatever it is that there is between us, or you know the face to face human interaction where you can interpret what's being said because. Things will always be taken wrong in text. You might think I meant to be funny and I didn't mean to be funny when I said something, or vice versa. You know, it, it, it's tough. It really is. In 140 characters, it does make it difficult. Um, I do have some good conversations on Twitter and app.net. I enjoy those. Um, they're good short conversations. I know there have been a couple times when I've had long conversations going on and been in like four or five conversations at a time and and, you know, my Twitter app's going ding, 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 you know, because you're being mentioned in a, a tweet, which I love. I mean, it feeds a little bit into my ego, I have to admit. But, um, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to hurt somebody by not replying to them or something like that. So I don't want the I don't want Twitter guilt or twilt, maybe we'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So twilt. twilt. Oh, so funny. Yeah. You know, look, maybe I'll go back to Twitter. I, I do have the tendency to test the waters one way and then change direction and, uh... Yeah. Really? Yeah, just occasionally. I, not not so, very often. I, I never knew this about you, Mark. This is complete shock. I am... Yeah, folks, I don't think I can go on. Mark changes his mind. He does these strange things. I... Oh my God! I oh oh my heart! I think the heart attack's coming on. Ethel, hold on! It's the big one. <laughs> Talk about overreacting! Jeez, I just changed my mind occasionally. First, I think the iPad's brilliant. Then I say it's crap. I mean, that's nothing to get up in arms about. But once again, who pointed this out to you long before that? Oh, you, Kevin! You, Kevin! You, Kevin! You, Kevin! You, Kevin! You, Kevin! And okay. Pat Mann. Yes. Well, God, God bless Petmon. So here's what you need to remember. It, I tell this to everybody. It makes your, it will make your life so much simpler. I can solve all your problems if you just remember when you think of the universe like this. And this is the center of my. I'm pointing to the center of the palm. I am the center of your universe, and everything revolves around me. That will make your life so much easier. If you just realize I am the center of the universe, I am Kevin, omnipotent. Kevin, all I recognize with a, a palm is Mrs. Pamela Henderson and her five daughters. Oh, dear Lord, blisters. <laughs> I'm trying to education, and this is what I'm dealing with. Now we know why Mark has to go to university. 
He can't figure out what two X equals six, and he and I show him the hand trying to, and he does that. Listeners, I'm so sorry. I apologize to you. I hope you weren't eating when he started talking about Mrs. Pamela and her five sisters or whatever the hell it was. Mrs. Pamela Henderson and her five sisters. Dear God, five sisters, five daughters, whichever way, guys, it doesn't matter. It's, it's a joke. It's funny. Oh dear Lord. What's wrong with that? Again, every guy does it. No, but that had to be one of the lamest euphemisms I've ever heard for it. (laughs) Still worked. You got grossed out. I didn't get grossed out. I just went, oh God, he can't even come up with a good euphemism. (laughs) Well, I've had, I must admit, I've had that one ever since Baywatch was on TV, you see. Oh... Yeah, see, I didn't watch Baywatch that much. Oh, I did as a teenager. Yeah, but see, when you were a teenager, I was well into my 20s or my 30s. Yeah, you you were getting some, whereas I was just dreaming about getting some. Yeah, this is true. So there was a different different time zone, but yeah, all good. Good good times either way, Kevin. Yes, sir, it was. Oh my god. Now, Kevin, what haven't we hit on tonight? Because we, we've done absolutely... Oh, oh, Big Ben. We haven't spoken about the Big Ben. And and, and we're not going to talk about the Big Ben that happens when, when Mrs. Pamela Henderson comes to town. We're going to talk about the Big Ben that happens. Theory. The Big Bang Theory show. Oh, oh the show, I thought we were going to talk about the Big Big Ben. No, 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 no. That's the one that'll happen, and the universal will go away, and then you'll you and Mr. oh, that, that's Pam- no good. I got nowhere to go. You're not going to leave me on this rock, are you? There won't be a rock. It'll be more like a pebble. <laughs> Jeez, that sucks. It sucks to be you on the pebble. Yes, <laughs> it does. Take me with you, please. No, Gretel and I already have planned our escape. You're out. I'll be your slime. I'll do anything. What's different from that than than, than now? Yeah, no, sounds a good the time. Easy come, easy go. <laughs> anyway, the Big Bang Theory. You and I were talking about how much we think the show has kind of almost done a 180 this season. Last season, it wasn't the best. I mean, it had some good moments. But it just wasn't the best. This season, though, my God, every single episode, all nine of them so far, absolutely and utterly amazing. Uh, And the last episode, this week's episode, where Sheldon got drunk uh, with Howard's father-in-law, that was absolutely priceless because we've never seen Sheldon in that way. But what I think was even more priceless was Howard running off to Bernadette saying that, oh, they're teasing me, they're teasing me. You know, so the, the sort of crybaby, the real geek kind of thing that has to run to mummy or run to someone else to fight their battles. And it was just absolutely priceless. I just, I couldn't stop laughing throughout it. It was brilliant. Oh, I loved it when uh, they were drinking and, Ber- and uh, Bernadette came in and, and Howard came in and then Amy came in. And Amy said something to uh, to 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 uh, uh, Sheldon, and Sheldon said, "Yes, yes, I've been rude. I apologize. Now, how about you go get us some beer?" Oh, yes. and slapped her on the butt. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And and what what I I think was was great about it is everyone else was kind of like, oh, but Amy had this devilish grin on her face, and she was like, "Oh yes." <laughs> I, and of course, the classic part, in case the list is uh, spoiler alert, I liked at the end where Sheldon came in and said, I just threw up on a whole bunch of clowns. <laughs> you know, the, the part where, because uh, the clowns, of course, were in the toilet, and uh, it was Wallowitz's mother's toilet, so uh, obviously she had clowns there, and then, you know, of course, he, he turned around and said, Look, to Wallowitz, and then, look, that's the clown that came out of her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just. Uh, Absolutely brilliant, and and that you know that's just so far. I mean, we're not even halfway through this season, and it's just so amazingly good. It's really found its stride. It's really the the writers are, are writing perfectly. I don't know what happened last year. It's almost like they brought in so many people 
you know, with all the new characters and that, they spent one year doing that, bringing in uh, Bernadette and... Um, Amy. Amy, thank you. Uh, that they, they then sort of, you know, just tried to milk that and milked it a bit too much. Now, they're sort of right in the fold and, and now they're really doing stuff. I, based on this season, I think if they continued this, they could easily go for another three or four years without losing track. Yeah, I, I think they found the niche for each character line. You know, it's it's not just Leonard and Penny. It's That's still there, but it's the right amount of there. Just like the subline to the the subplot, or maybe it was supposed to be the main plot. Penny finds out she's been married for three years. Yeah, you know, to that doofy guy Zach. <laughs> um, you know, so I, I, it, it was great. I yeah. mean, it was just enough of it there to to do it. But then you had Sheldon drinking and Howard being made fun of, and Bernadette, you know, and then all it, you know, it was it was all over the place. It was just really, really well done. It was, and, and every episode this season has been the same. It's it's just been a full episode. You've enjoyed it from minute one to minute twenty five. So uh, I'm very, very happy with this season. Oh, I am too. I and uh, I had been erasing them, but I did keep that one off that, my DVD. That, that one's worth a rewatch several times. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, as much as you belittled American television when you were on the Deeper Look podcast, and a shout-out to Peter. Hello, just, Peter. Just bring that up again. Um, it, You know, about the seasons are too long. And, I, you know, sometimes I would agree with you that maybe they do. But, you know, they used to be even longer than they are now here in America. There used to be more episodes in the season. I forget wow. what they were, 34, 38, I think, was a full season of a show or something Incredible. like that. Um. But that's back in the what's called the golden age of television. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, sometimes, yeah, they probably should focus more on getting out a good quality product, much like some of the British shows that we both like. Oh, and by the way, big shout out to all the Doctor Who fans this yes, week. Yes, happy 50th. Was the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. I have to admit, I am a fairly recent Doctor Who watcher, but I am thoroughly enjoying it. Have you started from the first Doctor working your way through, or you're just starting from the latest? I'm jumping in with both feet where we're at. And I, Now, do I go back and watch some of the old episodes when they're on? Yep. Do I, I... I just jump around. I don't really care. It's just... That's the... I mean, I Doctor Who, the way the Doctor Who show works, I'm just jumping around through time and enjoying the show for what it is. I like that you're jumping around through time. It makes sense. It really, it really yeah. does. Whereas me, I, I can't do that. I've got to go in chronological release order every time I watch it. And same with Star Trek, every time I watch it. So I, I can't go out of order, Kevin. It's, 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 it's not within me. Since the anal retentive pair, one of the pair. Anyway... <laughs> Absolutely, and I'm going to be so anal that it's an hour and two minutes of recording. I've got to edit the show and do the show notes. I don't want to edit anymore, so I'm going to call it quits today. We're not doing any more because I'm far too busy to be bothered giving the listeners more content. Well, isn't that a lovely way to end the show? Well, I could say I could I could say they're all cheap and because we don't make money off the show, but you know I didn't want to go that far. You're not making any money off the show. What Tim's paying you? I didn't say Tim was paying me. I'm getting personal appearance money. Oh, oh, shocking. Personal what? appearance I mean, money. I thought, I thought you were too. Oh, I wish. I mean, you know, I does, get a does, dollar. Does, does Mike get it as well? Oh, Mike's high up there. He gets like, he gets like twice as Great. much as I do. Wonderful. That's just what I need to hear. Oh, I tell you, this life sucks. Yes, and so does Mark. But on that note, listeners, we'll go. (laughs) We will go on to the next episode next week. Kevin, where can the listeners find out about you and uh, your rich lifestyle? Uh, Living the absolutely fabulous rich and famous lifestyle. You can find me on the absolutely fabulous twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A, also over on app.net, and I am poking my head in once again a little bit over on Google+. Plus. So, And I have my own vanity URL there. It's, what is it, Google 
plus.google.com slash Kevin Alder or something like that. Uh, but you can also go to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder and find out. So there's all kinds of links to find where I'm at or where I'm not. Fabulously. My God. That, that English accent, yeah, it just didn't cut the mustard. Wasn't Prince, it wasn't Prince Charles-ish enough. Bloody hell. Oh, good God. Jeez. We better end now before Kevin gets into a, a full facade of the royal family. Anyway, uh, to find out more about me, simply head across to markgreentree.com. Uh, and as I've said in the past, if, if you have any complaints, simply send an email to, to Mark dot greentree at uranus.com yes i've been away for a while but i did not forget that and uh and and then if you have any real world complaints and you really want to complain about something go and talk to kevin about it just use his contact details he's he's like the dude who you know siphons off all the problems and and creates many of his own like not doing show notes last week dude like totally i was like totally busy dude (laughs) My God, what is he, a teenager? That's like surfer dude. No, he's a surfer dude, teenager. Oh, my God. Anyway, we're we're chewing up more time. Stop making me talk. This is taking time off my life, and I've got to edit this shit. Okay. So what would you like me to do between now and next week? Possibly hug a geek? Sounds good to me. See you next week. Bye, listeners. Curious about Nintendo? Well, check out the Nintendo Club podcast. This podcast is done twice a week. We dive into all things Nintendo. We dive into retro. We dive into current games, what we're playing, what cool Nintendo news is going on. Check it out here at the Spotlight Network, the Nintendo Club podcast. We broadcast this live out every Sunday evening starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. Check out the Nintendo Club podcast.com website for more information.